What time is it? Girl time. It's girl time. Welcome to From Rushers with Love, your big time rush podcast. My name's Maggie. I'm Haley. Ashton. Did I do it right? It cut out. I don't know. I only I only heard the second half of both (laughs) But it didn't sound like a question, so I think you're good. (laughs) This is a podcast with Gee and Lee and Tim. (laughs) We are talking about the episode Big Time Sparks today. I think it's episode 16 of season one, but again, it's okay because Hulu is also a liar sometimes, so it's fine. And as the title suggests, it features the guest star of Jordan Sparks in this one, which is exciting because she's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Written by Jed Springer, who also wrote Big Time Mansion, and I found some parallels there, which we'll talk about later. I have a huge one right off the top of my head. I didn't even <laughs> I know. know he wrote the same one. Oh, my I God. Know. Okay. Um, and it was directed by Stuart Schill, who uh, will go on to direct five more episodes of Big Time Rush. And he also wrote, directed, and produced a 2007 short called I Hate Musicals. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. I, th- <laughs> I thought it was going to be I Hate Music, and that was so much funnier. But no, I Hate musicals. musicals. What a guy. So in case you're not familiar with Jordan Sparks, uh, she won American Idol in 2007, which was, I only watched American Idol like three years, I think. It was a thing I did with my dad at the time, Mm -hmm. and we like went and saw the concerts when they toured after the season ended. Anyway, so in 2007, Jordan Sparks won American Idol at age 17. She's incredible. Which is wild, because I thought for sure in this episode she was, like, 25 I... years old, but she was the same age as, <laughs> like, the boy actors. She just looks like an adult. She looks so professional. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I voted for her so her big many songs. times. I called one eight six six. Oh, fuck. What was the number? Oh, I literally never voted, I don't think. Maybe once. You didn't have to talk Unless to anyone. Didn't. They just had, like, a pre-recorded... Yeah, I think I was just afraid to for a long time. Mm-hmm. But her big songs that were on the radio, the ones that I remember at least, were Tattoo and Battlefield. She did No Air with Chris Brown. One Step at a oh, Time. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's so many. I was so <laughs> wrong. Uh, she's a better singer than all Big Time Rush, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. She's too good for the show. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, yeah. I want to know who pitched this to her and what she thought of it. I guess we can say this after we actually talk about the episode because I don't want to spoil some of these insane plot points to which she cool. is subjected well then let's get into the episode so we can get to it <laughs> we get another opening at the palmwoods pool while they're all just sitting in those same four chairs next to each <laughs> other they they're reading magazines this time so the boys are reading hockey magazine it's hockey action magazine yeah. i'm sorry. sorry hockey action okay. magazine future doctor magazine helmets magazine <laughs> And Pop Tiger magazine. Oh, yeah. Jordan Sparks is on the cover of Pop Tiger, which is being read by James. (laughs) James asked if everybody wants to know what Dax Yvonne's secret to perfect toast is, and none of them do. They're so The way they all yell no is very big time break. (laughs) It is. 
<laughs> I was like, wait, did so, we already watch this one? <laughs> I have some questions because we know that Logan loves toast. He loves plain <laughs> toast. So <laughs> there must be a reason he doesn't want to know Dagzivan's secret. Is it Maybe? that he has already scientifically figured out the formula for perfect toast and he knows Dax Yvonne is wrong? Probably. I thought, no, I thought maybe Dax Yvonne was right and Logan And he was jealous. bitter about it? He's bitter and jealous. Yeah. So he doesn't want to cheat by finding it out, so he's still trying to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely that. My other theory was that he still hates Dax Yvonne because yes. he almost died in big time photo <laughs> shoot Ooh, because, yeah, he, because of that one Dax Yvonne poster. But he's immortal, so it doesn't so he suffered a lot he did suffer a lot he was not in great shape (laughs) does logan know he's immortal no no right no he can't no because he wouldn't have that he wouldn't have that much anxiety i don't think that's true wait well no if i was immortal i think i'd have a lot more anxiety actually but he does seem to fear death yeah, he does fear drinking cold milk on a hot day. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing that can kill him, though. <laughs> Every time I think about that sentence, I lose it. Because it's such a normal thing to do. <laughs> like, what happened? Who died? Who does he know that died from this? <laughs> Unless he has, like, a nine lives situation. And that was one of his nine lives. <laughs> was he a cat in a previous Maybe. life? I don't know. And we can't go he doesn't seem road. to know much about cats. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. Sorry, we're still in the intro. Um, I, <laughs> before we move on from the intro, I really like Logan's pink shirt. Mm-hmm. And I think they should all wear pink more. Yes. Yeah. Well, they will eventually. So... <laughs> Carlos says that they have been in LA for six months, and I was like, have you? Have you really? I thought we were just at three months yeah. when they picked the demo, right? That was... So does that mean well, that was... all the way oh, there God. now? But they're not. Because Demos they was... Well, all the way there is like ago. being world famous. Yeah. Right. Let's look at the timeline, because so, like, demos, they were halfway there. They were three months in. Big time party could have been any amount of time after that long enough for carlos to have made a lot of connections then big time jobs it's been that long since they thought about getting paid right Mm. oh no big time jobs they've been there at least three months probably a little bit more and have caused enough destruction that they are menaces (laughs) that that was true like the week they moved in (laughs) very true big time dance we don't know we know that we know that they didn't the end of the school year Right, we know they didn't start at the beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they moved We in know it was minus eight in Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota at the beginning of the series and at the time of Big Time Dance, school was over. I just don't think they give us enough information to figure any of this out. It's I like, don't think that they've thought it through. They got to this point and they're like, hey, wait, where are we? Uh, how far are they? And they're like, okay, yeah, let's just throw that in. <laughs> how long makes it- sense? Yeah, it hasn't mattered since big time demos. I think that's one of the big problems with having such a big writing and directing. I mean, it doesn't even seem like a team. You yeah. just hire some guys. Yeah, let's throw Fred Savage in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason Carlos is talking about how they've been in LA for six months is because he wants to know when they're going to meet some like totally cool and hot celebrities like Jordan Sparks. <laughs> and then they do meet Jordan Sparks immediately. Uh, who's uh, at the pond? Was she's cool looking, for looking for Mr. Bitters, bitters at the pool. 
It's like, what, did you try the reception desk, Jordan? Right. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't Although there before. He's, he's like never where you need him to be. Yeah. So they obviously freak out because Jordan Sparks is really cool. <laughs> one of them yells, I don't remember which one, but they're like, that's you. And they point to Pop Tiger. <laughs> so proud of them for getting, for, you know, communicating that point. We know they're bad at communicating. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot what magazine bitters is reading and i don't know how i forgot was it french fries it was please magazine yes yes i I wish he ate french fries more he eats french fries all the time sometimes it's popcorn they're both like yellow foods that you popcorn doesn't have the same vibe as french fries so uh jordan finds him at the desk, reading French Fry magazine, the boys gave her really good directions. <laughs> and he's like, are you back for our amazing two-star service? Or I didn't write down the exact quote, I just wrote down that it was wild that he actually admitted that it's only a two-star venue. But she admits that she's actually there for the famous Palmwood's good luck. Because whenever she throws a penny into the Palmwood's wishing well, then her songs always become hits. <laughs> What why I want? They, why do they have that? The Palmwoods wishing well. Yes, who thought of that? Who put that there? Jed Springer. What? No, it was probably Stuart Show that thought of it. Oh, I'm talking about in real life. No, I'm talking about in the BTR universe. It's probably like the Ring one. <laughs> I don't. I wrote down the Ring two. That's as far as I got. Like, I don't have anything else to reference about the movie. I was looking into Jordan Sparks' fun facts because I was trying to figure out when in her career she would have stayed at the Palmwoods. Because her, you know, she she hit fame on American Idol. If the Palmwoods is real, I don't think that's where the American Idol contestants would stay. Oh, absolutely not. And most of her early life was in, like, Jersey or... Arizona, but in 2006, she was one of six winners for the Phoenix Torrid Search for the Next Plus Size Model and was flown to California. So that's when she stayed at the Palmwoods in the Big Tower Marsh universe. Yeah. So Bitters is like, ah, yes, that, talking about the wishing well, he's like, ah, yes, that germ-infested sinkhole. And I'm like, Bitters, why are you being so mean about your own stuff? Palmwoods right now. He's really hit a low point. He's just done. He just has this mean, angry energy, and usually he unleashes it on the boys, but right now he can't because he's not actually talking to them, and he can't unleash it on Jordan Sparks because she's Jordan Sparks, so he has to just unleash it on whatever is closest, and that's the Palmwoods. Jordan had asked Mr. Bitters if he could keep an out for the paparazzi because they're always trying to get photos of her, and uh, what Bitters responds with is, don't worry, you can count on me. <laughs> and I was like... Whoa, foreshadowing. Even though he's not involved in any of that, I don't think, but it's fine. Um, spoiler alert, she cannot count on him. <laughs> no one can count on Bitters. He's a paparazzo. He's sneaking after Jordan with his camera. <laughs> and then <laughs> the boys come in and just knock him over trying to get to Jordan. It's really good. <laughs> and that's where they find out that she's also recording at Rock Records. And then... They just, like, die on the spot. Yeah, they all simultaneously come down with tuberculosis. (laughs) They're, like, trying to hide their excitement. They're trying not to scream about it, so they cough instead to, like, choke it back. 
so they ostensibly follow her there because the next scene is them watching her sing her song. I'm picturing that, like, she was like, yeah, I'm about to take the shuttle over. And they're like, oh, we were too. Oh, we should just all go together. Because they wanted to hang out with Jordan Sparks. Yeah. Because they seem to get pretty friendly pretty quickly. <laughs> Not like that, but just no, like. <laughs> I know. I'm just... <laughs> like, she knows their names and acknowledges them. Well, she like calls them guys. least favorite running gag in this episode. Oh, I know. <laughs> So Gustavo's not happy that they're there because he's just trying to like record some music and then they're just in the recording studio like trying Cheering. to be really supportive of Jordan, <laughs> which is cute, but they're being so disruptive. Right. Knock- the song ends and then they like knock Gustavo into the soundboard. Because <laughs> they're cheering so hard, which like, same. I would. Yeah. So Gustavo tells them he has a big present for them in his office and- <laughs> They're so excited. They're so excited. They run into the office and directly into freight train's waiting arms. (laughs) And he... (laughs) And then he squeezes them, as he does sometimes. And then we get Nightcore Big Time Rush. (laughs) (laughs) But the first thing that Kendall says is, freight train squeezing us. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That's what's happening. Thanks, Kendall. Was this freight train squeezing us is our present? And Gustavo's like, you cannot go near Jordan Sparks because I will kill you and, and your bad luck. And then freight train just like releases them so that they can object to this. <laughs> Gustavo um, tells them that they destroy everything they touch and then Logan's like, no we don't. And then he leans back on Gustavo's desk and, it, and destroys the whole desk just <laughs> Gustavo ruins an entire computer. <laughs> Gustavo calls them Bad Luck Rush, which I think is going to be our episode title. Probably. Absolutely. And they're really offended by this. They do not want to be Bad Luck Rush. <laughs> He's like, if Jordan is by the mm-hmm. pool, then he wants Bad Luck Rush to be in the lobby. <laughs> so then cut to them standing in the doors of the lobby watching her at the <laughs> yeah. pool, unfortunately. <laughs> and they're insisting that they're not Bad Luck and then James drops his mirror on the ground, uh, and it smashes. Uh, uh, uh. And then he immediately... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Soundboard, love it. <laughs> Anytime. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. After James breaks the mirror, he gets hit in the head, squirted with sunscreen, almost dies, basically. He gets trampled by a bunch of teens with pool noodles. <laughs> Um, and he realizes that his days are numbered. <laughs> well, he doesn't really react to any of it, and then he picks up the shattered mirror, and he looks like his distort. He looks at his distorted reflection, and then he runs away and screams. Like he's he's realizing. <gasps> he's realizing that the mirror James could be free. Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, his biggest fear is. Not being handsome, but... He no, just, he's got an even bigger, darker fear. He just unleashed that guy. That is <laughs> oh, not resolved. He he's just out there. He may not be out there. He he may just have been, like, trying to... I think that the evil mirror James was trying to escape, and real-life James had to seal him back in, and that's really what the rest of this episode's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Uh, so yeah, James is having a moment. He's having a time. 
Um, <laughs> and then we don't see and- him for a while. <laughs> it's true. The other ones are still standing there. So Kendall's like, well, Jordan's leaving the pool, so I'm going to go hang out with Joe by the pool. And Bitters is <laughs> Pops being up from terrible. the bushes. <laughs> he's playing a banana peel. <laughs> and he says, he says, Jordan Sparks wiping out on a banana peel. Tabloid gold. <laughs> he's like eating popcorn, right? Right. Yeah. Not french fries. Ugh. <laughs> but also, like, how many times have you seen in tabloids celebrities slipping on banana peels? Not enough. I don't think I have. Right. Yeah. It's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Kendall, luckily, is walking by her to go hang out with Joe. So he manages to catch her before she completely falls because she does slip on the banana peel. I'm surprised that worked out so well, actually. Yeah. And Because Kendall he- has good luck powers. He says, it was a lucky catch. So that's his, yeah, his luck powers are in full swing. Uh, This is where we get the beginning of a plot line that sucks, but Mm -hmm. I have created a mental workaround, so it's fine. So what keeps happening throughout this episode is that Joe keeps catching Kendall and Jordan Sparks in compromising positions. Nothing Mm -hmm. like too much, but She's like, it looks like you're embracing Jordan Sparks. And then he's like yelling that it's not what it looks like. And then she walks away all pissed off, Jordan which is wild for Jordan a lot of reasons. Jordan help him with this ever, and it's so funny. <laughs> so clarified so easily. Mm-hmm. That's one thing about this episode that we're going to see more and more that I think really connects it to Big Time Mansion is the all around lack of problem solving skills oh, with yeah. any anyone in the entire show. <laughs> so yeah, like Kendall's not communicating, Joe's not communicating. Uh, this is when Carlos and Logan realize that there's a lot of bad luck at the Palmwoods, and Jordan Sparks needs to be protected, and so they should protect her. And they duck out of frame, and they duck back in frame, and they're wearing like suits and sunglasses, and they're like. Good luck, patrol. And they do a little handshake and go, lucky. Um, And I don't know if this is something they've done before or if it's just a case of them sharing a brain cell at this point. Or that they've wanted to do for a really long time but have never (laughs) had the opportunity. They're like, we have to save it for when it's really needed. Right, they're so hyped to be good luck, patrol. And Jordan Sparks is cursed by our bad luck. I think it's the first time that we see Carlos and Logan on the same page at all. It is the polar opposite of big time terror. Because yeah. A, A, they're working together. <laughs> B, they're working together on a supernatural thing that Logan believes in. Right. He believes, he's like, yeah, luck is real, but ghosts. Was like, we okay. never see them have combined positive energy. It's always really negative and mm-hmm. bad to look at. But it's so powerful, this positive energy, right. and we don't get it very much, but God, they're so, it's so much, and it's amazing, and I love them. I know. They're watches, they have, like, radio watches <laughs> that they communicate with each other with, even though they're, like, standing back to back, and they're, they're right next to each other, right. but they really want to use their radio watches. They're the same height, so that just sells it even more. <laughs> yeah. I think Logan is just allowing himself to be as dumb as he really is. Like, there's no pretenses here. And Carlos is realizing that there's more chaos in working with Logan 
than in working against him. Yeah, there's only one part in this episode where Logan tries to be smart, and mm-hmm. it's not for a long time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so for the Gustavo Kelly subplot, I don't have a ton to say about it, except lack of problem-solving skills. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have anything specific to say, otherwise I would just summarize it. But I mean... Yeah, that's about it. I did want to talk about Hawk, obviously. Please do. I I would love to hear you talk about Hawk. Well, um, Gustavo and Kelly's plotline is that a, or Gustavo's rival, Hawk, released a skunk in the studio, and when Jordan Sparks gets there, she's going to realize that Rock Records literally stinks, and she's going to go to Hawk Records to record her song instead. And he is a over-the-top, kind of almost comic booky antagonist which is fitting because he's played by phil lamar who in my opinion is best known for his role as the john stewart green lantern in the justice league show i know he's recently been in craig of the creek and he was also in pulp fiction that's kind of the, the fan yeah played someone named marvin i've never seen pulp fiction but oh, was- if there if there's an animated franchise he's at least played you know, done additional voices in the background. He's he in was, everything. He was Wilt from Foster's Home. For yeah. I, that was my I, thing. <laughs> I thought about listing off all of the big names for him, and I just, it was going to take too long, because he's literally been in everything. He's very talented. He's like the counterpart to Tara Strong. There's a couple others who are kind of in the same wheelhouse as them, which I think is fun, because it's been Tara Strong, Tom Kenny. Carol. Yeah, oh my goodness, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Rob Paulson? Yes. Yeah, Big Time Rush, the show, has got a lot of really nice voice actors, which is probably because it's connected to Nickelodeon. I think that's really fun. Mm-hmm. And Phil Lamar obviously does a really good job at the character. He does such a good job. I do want to highlight the way that Gustavo pronounces the word skunk when he unboxes the skunk. <laughs> he's like skunk that wasn't it at all but it, he got scared he's so i can't think so about afraid. any of this plot line too much because at, there's so many points where they could have just like put the skunk in a box like if they just closed the top again and then brought it outside like yeah no they're like, idiots none of that would have happened just, like... no problem solving skills whatsoever <laughs> it's like yeah. the opposite they're creating more problems for themselves <laughs> Right before Hawk hangs up the phone, he, like, caws at Gustavo like a hawk. <laughs> That's his thing. I'm officially done talking about the skunk. Yeah, let's talk about other animals. It's not fun. Cause... Oh my goodness, I know. <laughs> so, back at the pool. This um, might be my favorite part of the whole episode. It's really dumb. The good luck patrol. Lucky charm and rabbit's footer on the case. The Good Luck Patrol is going to literally plant a rabbit's foot on Kendall, I guess. <laughs> what? And Kendall's like, I want no part what? of this. What? What? Does that... Did what? I, what? I thought they had... I don't... Those were their nicknames. I don't think that's what I was going they, to happen. Those were their what? code names. Okay, that's a lot better than what I thought they had. <laughs> Logan is rabbit's foot. Okay. Yeah, no, they were, they were no. using their code names. Yeah, okay, I thought they had a literal one. Logan's like, Lucky no. Charm. Or like a fake one. No, 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 no. They they were using their code names, and then Kendall walks up and sees them and goes... No, Kendall was there the entire time. Oh, okay. yeah. So <laughs> okay. Carlos says into his watch, he says, 
lucky charm this is rabbit's foot what's your 20 and then logan pops up directly next to him and says i'm right next to you over and then copy that and then it zooms out a little bit and kendall's standing right there next to a table because he was setting up a date for him and joe he saw this entire thing happen and he just goes i want no part of this and it's so funny and then and then they both in unison say they go sir have you seen jordan and I can't clock why it's so funny that they call Kendall Sir, but it's the funniest thing in the entire episode. It's like, are they pretending they don't know him? I and think he's just... <laughs> well, yeah, they're trying to be me. professional. I know, but it was so funny. I thought professionals said, don't have friends. No, he wanted no part of this, so they just were like, okay, we're going to milk this and pretend we don't know him. Oh, no, I thought that they were planning to do this anyway. They're just yeah. in character, so they're going to call him Sir anyway. But They're dweebs, and I love them. Ashton, you thought there was a lot more like going on here. <laughs> There's nothing going on. They're just being dumb. And then Kendall's just there. That's everything that just happens. <laughs> You're giving them so much credit. I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Kendall has made Joe a quote-unquote nice, girly, romantic lunch. I didn't write down what was on the table, so I don't remember what constitutes a nice, girly, romantic lunch. Was there anything heart-shaped? There was no pizza. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a little checkered tablecloth, and I think there was a vase of flowers in the middle. Which, like, again, I did not look at the table. Okay. Why did he do this at the pool? Because it's because so crowded. It's romantic. Yeah. Why didn't he do it at his apartment? Oh, 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 he thinks water's lucky. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, Ooh. we're good. Okay, that's all I got. It's very good. I like that. So, like, he doesn't want to admit that he thinks it's lucky, so he's just like, oh, it's casual. It's right by the pool, but really, he's like, I need as much luck as I can get right now. Yeah. So Jordan is also at the pool, which good for her because if I slipped on a banana peel in front of a bunch of people in a location, I would never return. Mm-mm. But she does, and there's a black cat about to walk in front of her, which is bad luck. And but Carlos the good luck it. patrol is on the case. <laughs> I'm gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> Haley. Just thinking about good luck yeah. patrol and they like killed you. Okay. Did you finish I, I your ramen? Like Are you no. good? This takes me so long to eat anything. Anyway, they do they get the cat. They get the cat. They save her. They just they just pick up the cat and Jordan like doesn't really notice any of this happening, but then they're like, Hey Jordan, good what what's up? And she's just like I'm working on the song. She does not want to talk to them. She doesn't she know wants why no they're part in of this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my and god. Then, and then, and then, and then Logan goes now to dispose of the cat, and Carlos just kind of shrugs and chucks the cat behind him over his head, which is a direct parallel. To Big Time Mansion, mansion. also written by the same guy. This guy hates cats so much. He hates cats, or he wants wants Carlos to hate cats. Because it's also the episode where Carlos suggests shaving a cat is Big Time Mansion. Yeah. But he's also got a cat guy. Yeah. My boy Jed just loves cats. No. He hates cats. Loves the idea of cats. (laughs) Uh, I think he he wanted to. 
He he wanted to use that cat sound effect that they use a lot in Nickelodeon, but he Ooh. wanted to have a real reason for it. Yeah, he's he like, if there's to gonna be, I just right, so you know, he... there's they're gonna put it in anyway. I figured mm-hmm. he just watched a lot of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and it's like, oh, the cat humor on this show is peak. Can I imitate it? <laughs> he he did in a horrible way. Yeah, Carlos's and guy he... is fun. Carlos's guy is very. Carlos, fun. I do like Carlos's guy. So he flings the cat backwards. And it lands on Jordan's head, and she screams, and it makes that, like, snarling cat sound effect a lot. And Bitters is in the bushes with his camera, and he's like, celebrity cat fight? Perfect! And he starts taking pictures. <laughs> he's an <laughs> idiot. And then Kendall goes to her. He just grabs the cat. The cat. He <laughs> just removes the cat. And, and throw also it throws it! Onto <laughs> Bitters! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, Okay. Then, so he saved the day in two ways. Yeah. And then Jordan, flustered, just falls into the nearest chair. And then Carlos and Logan just sort of sheepishly tiptoe away. <laughs> so work here is done. But the chair that Jordan had fallen into was right in front of the girly romantic lunch that Kendall had planned for Joe. And then, of course, this is when Joe shows up. And she sees Kendall having a girly romantic lunch with Jordan. And Which apparently means that he didn't tell Joe that they were having a girly romantic lunch. Yeah, he was just waiting for her to wander into it. And again, she like walks away like all pissed off. I Can I take this moment? I have a couple different ways that I think we can look at this. So obviously the service level one is just she thinks that Kendall is a thing for Jordan and she's really jealous and like mad at Kendall. So that would also definitely presuppose that like Obviously, we know they've had communication issues so far, mm-hmm. but like she must have had a reason to not completely trust Kendall not to. I'm not saying Kendall up cheated on her and now she's like suspicious or anything, mm-hmm. but she's not secure in their relationship. Right. And which why would she be? Because he doesn't even commit to it being a relationship. Right. So all of that sucks. But the funnier read is mm-hmm. that. She knows Kendall has this, like, weird, insane loyalty complex. And so the first time she said, oh, you're embracing Jordan Sparks, it was like a joke. But then he takes it really seriously and gets really upset and flustered. And then she just is mocking him this entire episode (laughs) because she knows that he's going to get, like, really upset about it. (laughs) Because obviously, okay, Jordan Sparks is very famous and Mm -hmm. also... I'm assuming in universe she's like five years older than Kendall Knight. It's insulting that to her to that Jordan. It's insulting to Jordan that she would date Kendall. Joe knows Jordan would literally never date Kendall, and that she has nothing to worry about because Jordan's like famous and would mm-hmm. never date Kendall. At first, she was like, "Well, obviously, like this is a joke," but Kendall just takes it so seriously. <laughs> I think that's way funnier. Okay, yeah, that's I like that a lot less now but also that feels very that feels manipulative on her part right because she does keep it going and she knows he is actually really upset about it Mm -hmm. and he's doing a lot to try to fix it like he feels like he has to Uh uh-huh for sure i know you were trying to make a fun read no it's okay i'm just so critical of their relationship yeah we just keep unearthing what like no matter how you read it this entire thing is communication it's a bad relationship one thousand percent right because Either way we read it, like, they aren't on the same page, and Mm -mm. since they're not communicating it with words, they're also not going to figure it out from, like, context either of what's happening. Right. 
Um, the other thing about this like situation is how luck uh, factors into it. Because this is where Jordan says that she's not sure the palm was is as lucky as she remembers. And Kendall's like, yeah, tell me about it. So he's viewing this as like he's really unlucky because mm-hmm. Joe keeps walking up at the wrong time. But it's also like obviously we know Kendall is luck powers. That's not up for debate. Right. But he also was in the right time to like save Jordan Sparks's life like all these times. Yeah. Yeah, if we're really, like, leaning into the luck powers thing, then it wouldn't be bad luck that Joe's walking up. It's just, like, situational, and then she's just, like, making fun of him. I think we're going to have to pay attention to what Joe and Kendall's relationship is the next time it comes up. Because Mm -hmm. if after this episode, the two of them are able to sit down and say, okay, this is what happened, this is what we need to work on, and are able to make even a minuscule step in the right direction, then all of this counts as a positive. Because it provides right, a situation we don't get, for that conversation. We don't get any sort of, like, closure or follow-up mm-hmm. in this episode. Because it's just a gag through the whole thing. And then it ends, like, it just keeps escalating. And then it, it doesn't get results. Right. Ugh, thanks, also, Jed. Yeah, also, Jordan doesn't clarify again. She I wants think, no part of this. I think she's <laughs> just kind of shocked that somebody would think that of her. A cat was also like ripping yeah, her hair out a second yeah, ago. Yeah, she's a little. Say, I would not <laughs> probably focus on that part. But anyway, so... I've been missing James. Tyler's yeah. back. <laughs> yes. This scene, this scene is so short, <laughs> but it's so good. It's, it's perfect in every way. <laughs> um, they're, at, they're at the amazing, famous. Palmwood's wishing well. They're at the adjective Palmwood's wishing well. Tyler is dressed as a little leprechaun and he's dancing around in the grass next to the well while James crawls around looking for four-leaf clovers. This is one of those moments where I know that James Diamond is a 16-year-old boy, but it's so funny because James Maslow is, like, a grown man. Are you talking about, like, his body in this scene because we see like a real close-up on his chest in that tank top and it's just like not a teenager's body in right. any way whatsoever but he's behaving so like <laughs> yeah like he convinced the younger kid to be a leprechaun so that he could find his four-leaf clover and be lucky and then he fully expects tyler to dance for seven years <laughs> to fix his luck Tyler was not informed of this. Um, his face falls, and then <laughs> he has to escape. So he goes, look, there's a four-leaf clover. And then James is like, oh, where? And that's when uh, Tyler runs away, because we know he has a lot of experience escaping from situations. And then James turns back around, notices that he's gone, and goes, sneaky leprechaun! <laughs> his, his delivery is so good. It's so it's funny. Pete James. It's so wild. I know. What I, I think Big Time Terror was the peak oh, James deliveries. Big Time Terror mm. James. Mm-hmm. And this was a little taste of that. I think in season two, we get a lot more like, obviously a lot of great James deliveries, but also just facial expressions. And mm-hmm. I think the facial expressions are what's going to hit it. We'll see. Yes. That's why he's the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Stupid um, skunk journal. Uh, they've, they're trying to catch the skunk. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's also kind of big time mansion that they have to get an animal out of a place before it destroys things, and they have no idea how to do it. Ugh, Jed. 
I think he's had like a bad animal experience mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get that out of his system. So let's go back to the wishing well. Jordan's making her wish. Good for Jordan. Um, good luck patrol <laughs> is there. They pop out from behind the same tree and they're still talking to each other in their watches, obviously. But they're incredible. It's a, I don't know. It's a cute shot. I love them. <laughs> Again, such combined positive, powerful energy. Mm-hmm. They both look really good in the suits. It's just like all arounds. Yeah. So they're like there to just ensure that Jordan's wish works. They're just watching they're just to make sure her. that nothing yeah. unlucky happens. Kendall is trying to arrange a, like a horseshoe date with Joe. Like they're gonna play horseshoes, and he's just nailing like a <laughs> a piece of wood with like some. Well, he's putting, like, that stake into the ground yeah, for stakes. horseshoes. <laughs> yeah. It's just the stupidest possible date you could have come up with. Like, I know it's because horseshoes are lucky and the plot calls for it, but... I think I that... I think he was thinking like that, so it's just... Well, a... I think it's the same thing where he doesn't want to admit that he believes in luck, but he really, really does, especially now. And so he's like, I need to find something lucky, but I need to make it subtle so people don't realize that that's what I'm doing. It's Horseshoes, not, perfect. It's not subtle, my, buddy. He's stupid, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My personal read is that was a huge coincidence. He was, like, in the Palmwoods lobby where they have, like, games you can rent out, and he saw horseshoes. And he's like, that'll be fun. That'll be a fun <laughs> romantic date. I bet Joe likes horseshoes. Ma- I, Maggie, bet she does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, he just, just doesn't know this yet. Oh, I'm just imagining somebody trying to play horseshoes at the Amazing Palmwoods Pool, and it goes very, very awry, very quickly. Like it does at the park right now. Yep. Because uh, James is still crawling on the ground looking for four-leaf clovers, and then he kind of <laughs> crawls near Kendall, and it's, he sees the horseshoe, and then he's like, give me the horseshoe. <laughs> and... This is where we get, he's like wrestling it from Kendall. This is peak teenage boy Kendall. He's oh, like, absolutely. no, it's for my date with Joe. <laughs> and as they're wrestling for it, it gets turned upside down. And good luck patrol realizes that that's very unlucky. <laughs> they're like, so they use out. their watch radios to, to say, move out. We got to, we got to get the horseshoe. They also, okay, so they run over and then they join the struggle. So it's one of those, like, oh yeah, they're all like fighting over one thing. But when they get there, they each point at one of them to go, sir, drop the horseshoe. <laughs> the same time. <laughs> it's so funny, guys. I love oh, Good Luck God. Patrol. I know. They're my favorite. <laughs> I wanted them to, like, encounter Gustavo at one point and call him sir. And then he just, like, loses Dies. his mind. He, <laughs> he's just like, what is happening? Just and then they call they call Mrs. Knight sir and she just like gives him that look and then they take off their sunglasses it's like in the bad boy episode they're like oh sorry ma'am it just occurred to me good luck squad has very similar vibes to super Hollywood party kings of Hollywood party I don't remember how to say does Carlos just bring this out in people I think so when he decides but not with Kendall well I I think Kendall doesn't Kendall's immune to this he is which is tragic and also kind of yeah that makes sense (laughs) um that's fair but i really like that carlos when he sees fit to he will just merge with somebody (laughs) yeah and they'll become real fun does he do this consciously i don't know have we decided on his power because i feel if Uh, i had the if i had to hang out with logan and james 
And I could make them fun. I would be doing it constantly. <laughs> so he must not know then. Or like, I would make I think Gustavo fun. Or Griffin. He I think d- for Carlos, it just comes naturally to him. Yeah. And I think he just like brings out the, I was going to say the best in people. It is amazing and good, but it's also like really dumb. So they can like make some bad choices because they're dumb. But I think now the more that I think about it, I think it's really important that the boys do not recognize that they have powers. Yeah. Unless, Unless. Carlos's power is helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's the only one without a superpower and that's why he used to wear a helmet. <gasps> but no, like if Logan realized that he could die. <laughs> that he couldn't. Even that he couldn't die? Right. That's what I meant. If he okay, realized okay. that he was immortal. He would just, like, go crazy for a while. Like, right. He, he would, would lose be like, it. He oh, wouldn't how- be able to comprehend any of it. No. He'd be like, oh, then why don't I just walk into traffic? Why don't I just do this? And he'll get, like, super, like, weird about it. Do that it. And manic like, laugh hey. that he does? Yeah. Yeah. He'll get into that sort of Logan mode, and then they, like, won't be able to contain him. Right. Because he can't die. Logan can walk into traffic. I don't know. Right. And He'll also lose his mind trying to figure out scientifically how it's possible. Right. And I think that if Kendall realized that he had these good luck powers... He, he would, would exploit it He would exploit so it much. so hard. But if they acknowledged their powers, would they still have the powers? Does that make sense? Mm. Like, if they actively try to use it, I feel like if Kendall actively tried to use his luck powers and, like, knew about it, I feel like it wouldn't work. Like, the universe just wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Right. Logan's like, okay. I can survive I like anything, thing. and then he just gets Final Destination <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anywho, we can explore this a little bit more later. What happens with the horseshoe? Uh, it it's the flies. same thing that happens with the cat. They have not learned. <laughs> <laughs> it's the back of Jordan's head, which should do pretty substantial damage i think yeah and then i mean it hit her like on the back of the shoulder right which still would hurt True. a lot i don't think it was cranial um so then it knocks her into the well which don't know how she survived that <laughs> so i think the interesting part about this so obviously they're all like oh that's bad logan like hits carlos on the arm like he's blaming carlos for this like oh, yeah, this is he's just he's reverting back good luck, good luck patrol dissolving. yeah good luck patrol is dead it's dissolving in real but, time but that's okay right because... it was so strong like a moment ago and then <laughs> the i guess i um... broke it <laughs> well because the horseshoe was upside down so yeah they were too close in contact with mm. oh wait i have another theory i don't want to forget about like we said, it can be read as Kendall's having bad luck because Joe keeps like walking up at weird times and it looks like he's in intimate positions with right. Jordan Sparks. That would contradict his luck powers, right? However, do you remember, not you, Ashton, you haven't seen this, in season two when Logan gets more swag and drains James's swag powers, Ooh. the good luck patrol <laughs> is draining Kendall's luck powers. Ooh. <laughs> I like that reading, but Thanks. also, <laughs> but also, episode? what good luck has the good luck patrol actually created? Well, they've prevented bad luck. Did they? Like, they prevented the black cat from walking in front of Jordan. But then they threw it on her head. That's worse luck. 
I mean, I think that was just Carlos being like, I don't think that had anything to do with luck. Carlos just was dumb and bad at his job. Well, of all the places the cat could have been, he didn't aim it at Jordan Sparks's head. It could have hit anybody and hit Jordan Sparks in the head, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like any bad luck that that cat was about to bring on her was not as bad as a cat attack to the face. I don't think Good Luck Patrol actually does any good stuff. This is all true, and I'm disappointed because I wish they were draining Kendall's powers. Because that's <laughs> I way wish funnier. that as well. But I think that the Good Luck Patrol <laughs> is lucky in the way that Logan is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> if they say it enough, then it must be true, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they're just causing more and more problems. Yeah, and yeah. then Kendall's Good Luck powers come in and save the day. Do they? Because he got the cat off of her oh, and destroyed oh, okay. the paparazzi pictures at the same time. So, there's uh, a- so anyway, so- we, we oh. left off with... <laughs> Which actually was the commercial break. And yeah, so the yeah. next moment is all four of them looking over the edge of the well. And Kendall goes, we knocked Jordan Sparks down a well? <laughs> Just to kind of catch us all up. <laughs> yeah. Just in Imagine case you forgot. tuning into that. For the first time. Never seen Big Time Rush before. You're like, yeah, maybe I'll check that out someday. You get there in mid-episode. <laughs> <laughs> They've knocked Jordan Sparks in <laughs> So, Haley, earlier you had said, like, oh, she's, like, friendly with them. She knows all of their names. But in this moment, she does yell, guys, is that you? She doesn't know who these, like, she doesn't know their oh, names. Oh, I mean eventually. <laughs> okay. Because she just yells, guys, it is them. And... <laughs> Kendall goes, don't worry, Jordan. You can count on us. <laughs> How you doing? You good? And she's like, I'm I'm in a well. <laughs> Before that, Logan says, maybe we are bad luck. And I think that's when the good luck patrol officially dissolves forever. It's dead Absolutely. Now. And, then Carlos... and that's when Logan hits Carlos. Yeah. And then also. Carlos makes a wish that Jordan is okay. And throws a coin down the well. And she's like, ow. That's how we know she's okay. Because yeah. she has not said yeah. anything yet at this point. <laughs> like when Kendall says um, we knocked Jordan Sparks down a well, that could have been much darker. Does anybody know what James does directly after Jordan Sparks says I'm in a well? Uh, oh. no. Cool. I just wrote James in all caps in my notes. And I don't <laughs> know what that means. I'll come back with the James. They you can talk. Can't- Call Gustavo to free Jordan because he'll kill them. And Kendall turns to Carlos and Logan and is like, which one of the good luck patrols going down the well? And then the <laughs> smash cut to Carlos <laughs> and Logan about to lower Kendall into the well and they very sincerely wish him luck. And Kendall's like, yeah, just lower me down. And, and then they drop him. He's in free fall. Oh, that's what it was. Because what? the reason that they drop him is because James thinks he sees a four-leaf clover. So oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Kendall falls. And then... Hey, why... Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Why did Kendall have to go down there? Did they not think that Jordan was capable of grabbing a rope? And they could pull her up instead of trusting those three boys to pull two people up at the same time. I don't know. Logan's man. brain is taking a break. Cool. Yeah, no, they dumb. For sure. 
And also, Logan had suggested that they call the fire department, and they're like, no, Gustavo can't find out. Is, that was yeah. a really good idea, Logan. Yeah. yeah like, what, like, actually, legitimately good idea. Does the fire department have to report to Gustavo? <laughs> no. No, they don't. No. They'd risk it hitting the news, I think. Jordan Sparks trapped in well. Yeah, okay. So, Kendall is in the well with Jordan now. She's like, I have a song I can't figure out. I slipped on a banana peel. I got attacked by a cat. And once again, I'm in a well. (laughs) So she's in a well. Uh, This is when Joe walks up looking for Kendall and asks if the boys have seen him. And one of Logan says, who's Kendall? (laughs) And Carla says, he's down the well. And then Joe looks in the well and sees Kendall in a well with Jordan Sparks. She's mad about it. And she and leaves. Kendall says that it's not what it looks like. I don't what know does, what it would look like. What does he think Joe thinks is happening? This is why I feel like she must be mocking him because what person would see this and be like, oh, he's r- being romantic with another girl because they're in a well together at the bottom of a well. I don't know. It's- she just, she wants no part of this. <laughs> Which is fair. Neither do I. I really thought for a second that when she left, she was going to actually go and get help. But no, she's just going to leave him trapped in a well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she also left Fabio stuck in a net. <laughs> like a couple, like last episode. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I think on an alignment chart, she'd have to be neutral. Yeah. Joe's here for Joe. <laughs> Kendall's saying amazing things. He's telling Jordan that he's sure that Logan, a.k.a. the big-time brain, is concocting an amazing rescue plan as we speak. And then Logan falls into the well. And Kendall's like, what plan was that? His delivery on that's really funny. He's like, what plan was that? Yeah. And then Logan's like, oh, I'm fine. Thank you. (laughs) He was trying to measure the diameter of the well to fashion a crude pulley system. And then he slipped. I, this is the on. only, like, Logan smart thing that, this like, This is the only happens. intelligent thing he's ever done. And it didn't happen because he <laughs> fell in. He didn't get the diameter. He's incapable of being smart, this so, poor boy. He's trying so hard. So, Kendall calls Logan big time brain to Jordan. Did he give himself and the other two big time nicknames as well, do you think? No. Big time brain, big time luck, big time helmet, big time face. Yeah. <laughs> Together they make big time, big time rush. <laughs> what were you going to say? Ahead. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say together they make big time rush. <laughs> I mean, they do. Okay. But that's... I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, how is, how is luck part of a head? I don't know. Conceptually. Any other cool. part. So, um, the Good Luck Patrol has dissolved, but Carlos and James are the only ones not in the well right now, which means that they can become sort of a crude imitation of the Hollywood Super Party King of Hollywood again. And I was Well, because they yell down, you can count on us, um, which is a fun thing they keep saying. Kendall and Logan kind of decide that they're doomed. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we're gonna be here a while. And then James and Carlos's plan. Well, James's plan is, is the one. Carlos's is fine. Yeah, James's plan is to just dump flour and yeast and bake it 
says it so confidently. He's like, now, we pour some yeast and flour into the hole, bake it at 400 degrees until everybody rises. And they're like, no, they're screaming no. They're afraid it would happen. They're afraid this would somehow happen. Right. Also, has he ever, like, has he made bread before? I mean, does if he, he just thinks... Think, does he think that you just dump yeast and flour into just a dumps... pan? <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely what he thinks happens. 400 degrees also seems like high for i've never made bread but i don't think it would be at 400 degrees that doesn't sound right how are you gonna bake a well james (laughs) what is the heat source oh i love when i just let him go full head Um, empty no thought love it um so uh, carlos like has kind of a coherent thought surprisingly yeah, he wants to throw them some pool noodles and flood the well. And Logan is really proud of him. Did you just come up with an ingenious water displacement plan? And Carlos is like, And Carlos uh, is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and again, Carlos is actually the smart one. Well, and- okay, you're saying this. And then what happens like 20 seconds later? He has some impulse control I can't control stand issues. by that. That's fine. Because what happens is that he goes to get the hose so they can fill up the well with the hose. And then he says, James, catch the hose. And then he throws it at James and it hits James in the chest. And then he topples backwards into the well. He forgot for a moment that James's muscles are not functional. (laughs) Do we ever see him like use his muscles? I think he works out like once. Probably. We see him dangling from the scaffolding in big time ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he ever actually uses his muscles, but he doesn't in this case because the hose knocks him right in the well. I mean, I'm thinking his muscles are just so like his torso is just like a solid mass. So when it hit him, like there's nothing to absorb yeah. anything. It just like hits him and he, he takes the full force of it backward. And also the full hose. <laughs> yeah. So, so that plan is... um well, out the, the window. I was trying to think of a good to... pun, but I couldn't think of one. So the hose is not hooked up to anything. Yeah, he was trying. Anyway, James doesn't care really that he's in the well because it's full of millions of lucky pennies, and that means he's saved, <laughs> and he can go banish evil mirror James. I'm <laughs> glad that they resolved that plot line. Yeah. Yeah. So we know. I that feel he's like I just somewhere. didn't. I say that it was never resolved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would let this one go. I think he would hold this one yeah. for a while. So Carlos is very distraught. He says the most amazing line. What is it when he says, Oh, my friends are trapped in a well. Yes. And he jumps in the well. <laughs> yes. No, not when he jumps in the well, because that's dumb. But just, oh, my friends are trapped in a well. It's so good. <laughs> and they're all like, Carlos, why'd you do that? He goes, I was lonely. See that it's as soon as he it's does all of that, it's garbage that I cannot abide by. But all my friends are trapped in a well. <laughs> like, what if he called the police and said that, <laughs> or the fire department? And then he would tell them, and they would say, "I want no part of this." Leave. <laughs> So this is where they say, well, it looks like you may not make your recording session. 
which is wild that they think that filling the whole thing with water would have taken less than like seven hours. <laughs> I tried to do some research at one point. It was like, it's going to be at least seven hours. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the math was, but I don't know when this recording session is. Right. They probably at one point would have been like, oh, let's flo- let's throw some more stuff in and like start chucking stuff in to like displace more water. Or is this like the episode of It's Always Sunny where they get trapped in the empty pool? <laughs> And they try to order a pizza. Yes. So the pizza guy will save them. <laughs> How did this not happen in this episode? Uh, they can't call anyone because Gustavo will kill them. Yeah, Except he'll that's find not out. because Except... they immediately call for a train. <laughs> well, Which is the know. one guy who works for his boss, <laughs> who is standing, standing next right to his boss. The- Kendall had a phone this whole time. Did well, it call? Okay, so here's. We got to do this in order. Okay, fine. Because while they're sitting in there, she says, well, they say you are not going to make your recording session. And she says, well, it's fine because I haven't figured out the song anyway. And so they look at it. They're like, oh, all you need is some, like, you got to fill it in here and you got to do some harmonies here. And they just come up with harmonies on the spot. And at first I was like, I don't think that they know enough music to actually come up with this. But then I remembered that they had to do 10 hours (laughs) of harmony. So I think they do know harmonies pretty well. Uh, Yeah. And then. Proud of them. By the end of that little moment, when Jordan's like, you guys help me, I figured out the song. Kendall's like, all right, we did something good. Gustavo can't be too mad, because now at least Jordan will put in a good word for us. So now we can let him know. I'm just so mad they could have called Mrs. Knight first, and she would have fixed it, like, immediately. She would know who to call to get a ladder. If they could get in touch with Buddha Bob, he would just, like, bring them a ladder and they would be like out of there in 10 minutes. Buddha Bob probably did. There's so many options. The yeah, that's what I'm saying. They are not the first people to have fallen in that well, I'm sure. <laughs> Why do they it. even have that well? Such a hazard. So I'm mad at Kendall for that. It's fine. It's whatever. I think he just missed Freight Train. Probably. Yeah. Me too. So now uh, Freight Train is back at the dumb skunk subplot. So Freight Train's phone rings. And he answers it, and Gustavo's like, what? <laughs> He's very he does. calmly and casually like, they knocked Jordan Smarts down a well, and they need me to get them out. <laughs> and <then laughs> and Gustavo covers- can't yell, because then he'll scare the skunk. Kelly covers Gustavo- Gust- Gustavo's mouth where he screams, and then he's like, get the dogs here so I can kill them and record Jordan's song. And then he drives- He says it very he- calmly. The transition is really good because the skunk looks angry, so Kelly and Gustavo are screaming, and then it like transitions into the boys screaming as they're getting pulled out of the well by freight train. <laughs> yeah. And then Bitters comes in and has his camera and says, Ah, pictures of Jordan Sparks getting pulled out of a well tied to four nobody losers. Or loser <laughs> nobody, something like that. He is just losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Losers. I think. I swore he said the word nobody's. No. I think he just calls them losers. Nice. They they Big are nobodies also. Um, and they're all really, really stressed that he would be taking these pictures. So Freight Train MVP destroys the camera. It's the only time that I will stand behind camera destruction is when they're used for evil. Freight Train yeah. tells the boys that Gustavo is upset because he can't get rid of a skunk. And they're like, Gustavo can't get rid of a skunk? <laughs> yeah. So- this next scene is inexplicable to me following everything that we just saw happen Mm -hmm. 
so incongruous. Yeah, especially incongruous with Big Time Mansion. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god, Jed. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so what happens is that the skunk is angry and it looks like it's about to spray Gustavo and Kelly, but then the boys come in and I think it starts with Carlos who has like a little can of, it was probably sexy dog, dog food. I don't know. Something like that. And he like slides it down the hallway towards the skunk. So the skunk will like walk over to it. At one point, Kendall has a box on a string that he like throws over the rafter and like holds it above the skunk like waiting for it to like walk underneath the trap so they very quickly and efficiently get the skunk in a box yeah. and then hand it to gustavo yeah they like it's... tape it up so you can ship it very nicely it's the most affected they've ever done anything mm-hmm. i can't like comprehend it <laughs> and then they're too successful it... <laughs> gustavo asks them how they did it and kendall says something like so completely out of character for all of them that i had to rewind it and make sure i heard him right he's like we catch stuff all the time in minnesota (laughs) (laughs) what which like catching what are you catching right like conceptually Are are you catching like raccoons for funsies you can like sick them on the girls' hockey team or whatever, like what or field hockey team. What are you? Is your doing? house just full of like wild possums? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, wait, did Carlos it's used for... to catch feral cats? And then as soon as he got to California, he was like, "Oh, now they have they have guys for that out here. I don't have to do it these anymore." Are, these and are then... California cats. Oh yeah, because like you know, uh, skunks. LA skunks like certain things, so he knows that LA cats only like certain things. Do you think there was like one specific raccoon that they kept seeing, and they're just like, we need to catch it, but it's like too sneaky, so they have to like train and like yes, practice absolutely. on other ones. Absolutely. Carlos was they... convinced that it wanted to be friends with them. Carlos was convinced it has superpowers. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then Logan wants to prove that it doesn't. Yes. <laughs> And, and then Kendall's Kendall, just there for the ride. Like, right. he's obviously going to do this. And then James and James is... doesn't know where he is. <laughs> yep. James wants to participate. That's okay, good. solved it. Yes. They're so good at this that they were able to make fun of Gustavo for his lady skunk puppet. They don't even know that they he didn't, used it. They just no. clock him. Like, what, mm-hmm. Carlos is like, what did you use for bait? A lady skunk puppet? And Gustavo's like, And no. everybody laughs. <laughs> Um, and then he's like, in light of recent skunky events, I have decided not to kill you. <laughs> but they have proved that they are bad luck rush. And Jordan's like, no. No, they're good luck. <laughs> and then Kelly immediately says, they knocked you down a well. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, yeah, but if I hadn't fallen down the well, I would have never figured out the song. I think maybe and you might hence- have so, Jordan. Mm-mm, because what it needed was to be a duet with Big Time Rush. And she never would have willingly hung out with Big Time Rush, <laughs> is the thing. Because mm-hmm. you'd think they could do it outside the well. She would, If she had a choice, she would not be near them. <laughs> I guess. Kendall's good luck powers have been on point all episode. So Gustavo's like, a duet with Big Time Rush? That's the most greatest idea I've ever had. And then Jordan looks so, so offended that he's, still, <laughs> that he's taking credit for her idea. Kelly kind of makes eye contact with her and just kind of, like, shakes her head like it's not worth it. <laughs> and then they sing the song. I never remember if it's you or me. It's a good song. Count well, on you. 
Yeah. Kind of. Jordan Sparks. So we'll do like a little episode about that. Uh, long story short, it was awesome, and Gustavo's very impressed. I really wanted Joe to walk into the recording studio. <laughs> you're and singing Kendall- a duet with Jordan Sparks. It looks like you're singing a love song with Jordan Sparks. <laughs> That's not. It's not what it looks like. It literally <laughs> is <It's> exactly. <laughs> oh god, I, I can't in. even. I can't talk about this music video right now. Okay, yeah, we so have to move on. They're back in the palm woods. And Jordan nope. Sparks, what? No. no, they're not. Are they at the Palm Woods? No, Jordan. Oh yeah, there's no, one more yeah. thing. I missed it. <laughs> because Gustavo's teaming it. them up for one more project. I so. told you, I did not write about the skunk. I was so mad about the skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, but they get Jordan to call Hawk and tell him that Rock Record stinks, and she wants to go record her song with Hawk instead. So then Hawk's like, Hawk's on his way, because he talks about himself in third person. Um, Phil is incredible. Yeah. He goes out of the building and gets into his limo so he can drive to Rock Records, because I guess he's just going to go pick up Jordan from Rock Records. They didn't talk about any logistics, but it's fine. I mean, the phone call, like, flashed back and forth enough that you could, I mean, maybe they just cut out a couple seconds of it. Um, Surprise, the skunk is in the limo. And, and immediately the, sprays him. Wait, as the limo is pulling away, Jordan Sparks and Big Time Rush pop up from behind it, but on the side that uh, Hawk just got into the limo. So they were hiding from us, the viewer, but not from him. <laughs> Does he ever take off his glasses? Like, I was going to say maybe he's blind. I feel like he isn't. I don't know if they ever give us, like, I, I mean, he definitely, they did not intend him to be. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to pay attention to that one. This one explanation for why he didn't see them when they were in front of him. Literally directly in front of him. Uh, He gets sprayed by a skunk. Kelly acknowledges that Gustavo's life has been really great since the boys came into town. They're eating popcorn as they watch this all go down. (laughs) They stole it from Vetters. I hope so. Gustavo forbids Kelly from acknowledging that the boys are good for him because then they'll just ruin it. Which is really similar, again to big time mansion when he refuses to acknowledge that he likes the boys and it's also similar to when we were talking about their superpowers if they are consciously aware of them then they're gone right so if they know they're the good luck charms then it's just it's over right never again i just realized that jed just wrote the same episode twice Jed has (laughs) he's like don bluth he only knows how to write one big time rush episode (laughs) And Except this time, instead of having Mrs. Knight come in, the boys just do the Mrs. Knight stuff. Yeah, She's like, well, I'm not going to put her in here, so they can just do it. Maybe he wanted them to call her in, but then the actress was busy. They right, they're like, we're not going to put her in for this one scene. We don't have time. We have a whole skunk subplot. We don't have time for this. Yeah, I assume right. that she and Katie weren't there because they needed to allocate more money to pay Jordan Sparks. For Jordan for- Sparks. Yeah, yeah. For I think she and Mrs. Knight maybe, like, went down to the lobby because they were in the apartment in the morning, and then they look out the window and they see a cat on Jordan Sparks' <laughs> head and everyone's screaming and Logan and Carlos are wearing suits and um, then they just say, we want no part of this, and then they go get in their rental car and just drive off for the day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Speaking of the lobby... 
Jordan Sparks' real-life brother shows up. Oh, yeah. Which is cute, because I'm sure he just really wanted to be on TV. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, can my brother be on TV? He'll carry <laughs> he has my literally luggage. one line. <laughs> yeah. And then they say their sweet little goodbyes. She hugs the Good Luck Patrol. She hugs James, and he refuses to let go for a minute. So then Jordan finally uh, frees herself from James's grip, and she hugs Kendall. And, and who walks in? <laughs> Was she just, like, standing out in the pool area waiting? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know it's going to happen. I know I'm going to be able to step in here and get him. And Kendall mm-hmm. goes, unbelievable. <laughs> he says it enough where, like, someone made a gift set of all the times he said it in the show, and it's, like, a fair number. I thought that was, that's fun. Like it's I said, it's, it's kind of funny when he suffers, so... It makes things interesting. <laughs> like, I don't feel bad for him at all, really. Even though it's like, if we're reading it at surface value, then Joe is, like, the one being terrible. Right. I still don't really feel bad for him at all. It's but fine. in this case, in this case, some little character growth here, Jordan Sparks does try to help by handing Kendall a bouquet of flowers to take with him. As he chases Joe down to explain the situation. I mean, she grabs it from a vase yeah. on the reception desk. Ah, so you're she right. does commit thievery against bitters. I think she's earned it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not condemning it. And that's where the episode ends. We don't get any resolution. It's just him running after Joe, yelling, "It's not what it looks like." I don't think we have any reason to think it would end any differently, unless the flowers work. But that would be wild if that's all it took that's why i think we need to look at their relationship in the next episode to see if there was maybe a conversation after this episode that we didn't see uh can we do like a quick little review of what we've learned so far so we learned a lot more i don't know if we learned more we got more insight into kendall and joe's relationship for sure Mm -hmm. it's rocky at best it's not going well Mm -mm. we got to see a different side of logan when he merged with Carlos. Yeah, That's pretty that, on the nose for Carlos. We learned but, that Carlos mm-hmm. can for sure merge with people. Uh, the Hollywood yeah. King of Hollywood is not a fluke. Mm-hmm. We right, that, and it's not only with James. Yeah, their powers don't work if they know about them. <laughs> right. Kendall's, James is super touch-starved. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kendall's good luck magic um, is doesn't work around the good luck patrol. But as soon as the... I... I... Sorry, I disagree with that. (laughs) I have a thing to say once you're done. Like, on the subject. I think that his good luck powers were working the entire episode. Because the banana peel situation. That was the first moment where he could, like, rescue Jordan. And so she's like, oh, cool. This guy, he's pretty chill. I trust him a little bit, at least enough to catch me when I fall. The second time, with the cat. A, is a second time for him to rescue Jordan, for her to feel safe around him, um, and B, removed bitters from the situation. And then his good luck powers brought in the situation where all four of them were trapped in the well with Jordan, which is the only time that she would have talked to them. And because of the previous moments where she kind of felt like she could trust Kendall because of those two little things, she was felt comfortable opening up to them and saying, I don't get the song. I'm having trouble with it which provided them with the opportunity to help her with it, which provided them all with an opportunity to do duet together. So everybody got what they wanted in the end. Right. Okay. This all makes sense, and I'm here for it. I just 
one more way to look at Good Luck Patrol, I think. If we go back to the swag episode, um, you could read it. Obviously, it's funnier if he's physically being drained of his life power. But what's really what's really happening is that he just thinks that's what happening. That's what's happening. So maybe Kendall is seeing like, oh, they're good luck, I guess. Um, and then thinks that what's happening to him is all bad luck. That's all I got. That's... <laughs> Do you think Kendall was sad that he was left out of the Good Luck Patrol, or did he really not want to be a part of it? Because I, do I don't know if he was just saying that because they didn't ask him before. I think he so. Now he's like, "Well, I don't want him to be a part of this." Yeah, I think he wanted <laughs> to be a part of it. He only likes shenanigans when he's the one that comes up with them. Yes, true. All right, so we learned all that. We met Hawk. This is the first time we met Hawk, right? Love Hawk. He only so, gets wilder. Phil Lamar we- makes incredible choices. What we did not learn in this episode is Dax Yvonne's secret for perfect toast. Oh my god. No, we did not learn that. I know. That's like the biggest gap in our knowledge. We get more they insight hurt. onto how James thinks baking works. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was so impressed with Dax Yvonne's secret to perfect toast. Yeah. He has no concept of bread. Probably. Maybe Dax Yvonne's secret is to put a bunch of yeast and flour <laughs> into the oven and then bake it at 400 degrees and, then, um, and he printed that eventually in it'll a be magazine. toast yeah <laughs> he was like i don't know oh i love that dax Yvonne's secret to perfect toast is baking your own bread that's so pretentious oh that's so good that's yeah, he's so like, well first you have to start here and use this special flour from some special place i don't know where you get flour it's like oat flour I don't know. Yes. So that's what that article was. It's either that or it's like, put it in there until it's crispy, but not too crispy. I think it's one extreme or the other. So I think we did learn a lot. I think we see Dax Yvonne one more time. At least, yeah. Anyway, maybe we can learn more about his like toast preferences in the future. Well, I don't think that we will next time, though, because the next time, the next episode is Big Time Fever. Oh, my God. (laughs) so yeah. we're gonna have some fun there well thank you for listening to from rushers with love if you want to art like if you have discrepancies with like what we have said like you can email us and straight up tell us tell us your theories and then we yeah, can like debate it we've confidently made a lot of really bold claims with not much to back them up <laughs> so we are definitely open to discussion here absolutely all right i have to go my pants are cold i have to go because my computer is about to die i have to go because i want a part of this (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm really scared that i'm gonna lose this girl